welcome to the Lost Cause Podcast. I hope you're having fun, because we're having fun. I am your DM, Josh Wilkinson, and I'm joined, as ever, by our special, 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 special guests. Uh, Kale? It's Squeeb, guys, and uh, I'm going to be wearing a funky outfit today. Joined by Jade? And I'll be making this funky outfit. Joined by Lexus? I don't know why everyone's going on about funky outfits. These outfits are just prime you know prime prime and joined by <laughs> joined by harris Halcyon state raised we'll be wearing no outfit today sun's out guns out baby <laughs> gross <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah Halcyon secretly squall so jack <laughs> 22 strength <laughs> you imagine He's like Iroh. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't know that. Yes. You haven't seen Avatar, The Last Airbender. If only Harris had seen Avatar. I know the I reference for me. some reason. I, in my mind, I picture... Is there, is there like a he tears off a shirt and he's super jacked underneath? I don't know how I picked yep. up that in the yep. guys. That's just <laughs> we an should do an episode gear. that's just... What does Harris know at the end? <laughs> <laughs> His name's Kang, right? Uh, I... Uh, what? <laughs> Everything changed okay, on the water nation. Before we all before we all get better, Harris, let's move on. Uh, I believe we have a little review to review. Yeah, we do. We got our first um Spotify review. We we hey. I didn't really realize hey. you can set these things to Spotify. It's basically just a Q and A, and the standard thing that it asks is, "What do you think of the episode?" But you can put whatever you want there. And I didn't realize this, but we got this quite a while ago on episode fourteen, um, from our good friend Nate James NZ. Uh, it, it, two months ago, <laughs> this came through. So sorry, Nate, uh, for only saying this now. Um, the review reads: "This is a review." That's it. Yeah. What do we think, team? Simple and elegant. The perfect review. I'm going to give you a D6 and a D4. Uh, two, two of the lower ones, but uh, that's only because, you know, I feel like you could have gave us more, but I do love that you've, you know, left us a, a review, uh, and I do love how simple it is. Um, but, you know, there's room for improvement, so... um. For your score, my friend, you get you get a total of six. Well done, bud. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you've updated your form, Cal, because measuring things in skateboards, crazy. This makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's a topsy turvy world. Things can change, especially if we hit another seven. Who knows what could fall down? I think you know uh, this. It's what we've been asking for from the start of us doing this. You know, we wanted a review. It perfect simplicity. Uh, so I'm going to give a compliance salute to you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke Josh. <laughs> I just I I can't get a handle on your metric. <laughs> this measuring system makes no sense to me. From everything you know about me, come on, man. Like it's so ephemeral. I don't. <laughs> so is my brain. I mean, like, I agree with Lexus. We got exactly what we could have hoped for when we said, give us a five-star review and we will review it. But it has to be five stars no matter what it says. And look, he did. They did. Who did? This person did. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> uh, 
I didn't yeah. realize it was. Is it actually five stars? There I is it was no just star system. It is. It it, it falls into a Q and A on Spotify. Ah, uh, well, I feel this. Is I mean, five yeah, stars. you could assume going off the review. <laughs> this is a review. Yeah. Um. No, one hundred percent. I think that this. I mean, uh, neglecting the star system. Uh, apparently, this can't. This can't be much higher than like uh five, I'd say. It's you know, it is a review. Um, but how good is that review? We'll never know because there's no stars. Um you next time just write in a note on the side, just like, yeah, this is a this is a five star review, and then maybe it'll get a seven. Ooh, <laughs> it'll be literally this is a five star review. <laughs> i um genuinely nate um this made me laugh harder than i think anything has in a long time (laughs) because i hadn't (laughs) looked at this for ages and i looked and it was like oh a little notification someone's asked a question because it's a q a or whatever and it was just this is a review the most apathetic thing ever i also found it very funny that there's no full stop (laughs) like like I I don't know. It tick- oh, so the review's not finished yet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They've just started it. They're not done yet. Nice. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that. I'm going to give you another Nate, D4. Keep actually. that bit alive. <laughs> um, you get a nine. <laughs> I would love to see a screed of reviews from the listeners of this, where it's just every sentence continues this weird Spotify <laughs> review. That would be great. Um, my review of this review is it's a review. Mm, Some real sound advice there. <laughs> now, what can I say about this review? When the Wright brothers <laughs> told people, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. When the Wright brothers dared to dream that humankind could fly, they were pioneers. And as the first person to leave a review on Spotify, you, Nate, are a pioneer. Now, are you on par with the Wright brothers? Who's to, who am I to say? That's not for me to decide. That's for history to decide, Nate. <laughs> What I get to decide is how many thumbs up you get. And I'm going to give you two. uh, And I await the finished review to see if you get more thumbs up. Nice. Brilliant. (laughs) All right. right. So with that review reviewed, uh, let's go into the recap, which is my job. So where we left off our eclectic bunch of heroes finished their shenanigans in the desert having dipped their toes into time magic and deciding they do not like the results they spoke to a archfey adjacent being they had a marmoset funeral they headed back where everyone's least favorite npc uh bitch was snooping around tria's place and as the party gathered and tria very politely with a lot of restraint i should say managed to deal with him um, once the party had gathered they found that he left a cheeky little listening device in addition he snuck off with a couple of papers but of course that was quickly thrown to the wayside as the party remembered they have to make outfits and i believe the theming was disco 
So I'm very excited to see where that goes. Our disco gladiators. Five AM. Halcyon is back outside Tria's house. Uh, knocking. Uh, standing beside the door, uh, Crixia opens it. Oh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. That was uh, that was that was a way to wake up. Come on in. Oh, you were still sleeping. Apologies. Um, it was just yesterday when I knocked on Tria's door. It took her, her a while to hear me, so I figured that I'd be consistent. Um, is Squeeb here? As I will come in. No, you are. You are the first. Halcyon <laughs> goes to speak <laughs> and then shuts his mouth. <laughs> Realizes that he'll put it, he'll put his foot in it if he continues along his <laughs> along. The, uh, yeah, the narrative path that he was on. Um, how are you feeling about dying today? Uh, honestly, I don't have uh, many thoughts on it. it. Either we come back or we don't. It is what it is. As she stretches and steps out of the corner and walks into the apartment. Well. Uh, hmm. It starts at 7, so I figured that we should be there maybe hmm, 5.30, quarter to 6. <laughs> Tria, like, like stretches, uh, does a little, like, jig to, to wake herself up, uh, and, like, starts moving over to the closet to just, like, grab, like, half awake, grab all the shit out of it, dump it on a table. Outfits! Ah, very well. Thank you. Halcyon will go over. Uh, which outfit is Halcyon? <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. <laughs> so, Halcyon's outfit, two size, is a pair of flare-legged <laughs> leather pants. And that yes. is a hard feat. Making flared leather pants. It had to be done. Those boots, the, the thigh-high boots that Tria wears, about the same size as both of Halcyon's legs. So, they have been perfectly crafted into these pants. Um, the shirt, a little bit less, you know, crazy. And by that I mean it's covered in sequins. It is a button-down, covered in sequins, <laughs> and with an accompanying mask that covers most of Halcyon's features um, it is black with like like sequins accentuating the like features of the face <laughs> um, so clearly just like nose, eyes, jaw um, and then with just like little holes for the eyes and a an even smaller hole for breathing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she also passes off a scarf just in case he wants to like cover up his ears if he thinks that is necessary. Because um, I know that obviously 
I mean, he is a goblin, and he'll probably be recognized as a goblin, but Celia will remember those ears. So... <laughs> That's a good goal. Uh, yeah, she passes off a scarf. I... I think I offered the same thing to Squeeb as well, but if you want me to put some, like, platforms onto your shoes... Um... I think, um... I mean, thank you for this. This is, um... This is an outfit. Uh, it certainly doesn't look like me. There it is. There's the compliment I was looking for. Thank you. Um, that was exactly the goal. I don't care if it's your style or not. The point was we go as a cohesive group and are unrecognizable. You have done a tremendous job um, in that regard. Um, I think, yes, potentially um, covering my ears is a good call as well. Is there? Do you have um, any... Uh, like flesh colored makeup or or anything i just wonder if there would be a benefit in trying to play myself off as a different smaller race maybe cover my hands so that they're not so um, pinkish I, green i do but i'm i'm not sure how much of it i have oh left. that'll be fine you'll be um, able to we can get you some more later if you do not have enough i could possibly make some kind of paint out of plants what, yeah, if, whatever, I'll put the outfit on first and then we can see if we think we need more or less or, or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Halcyon will look around and see kind of a curtained area in the corner um, and we'll go over and change into this outfit. How tight are these leather pants? Do his measurements, my guy. <laughs> they fit well. You just hear like old man grunting in the corner. He really is struggling. <laughs> How old is Halcyon he's again? Like, I think he's like sixty. Sixty-year-old <laughs> man squeezing into his leather pants. Look, uh, this is probably when Squeeb arrives. I would imagine. Yeah, is it six? <laughs> is, is this taking an hour? <laughs> <laughs> no, Squeeb's definitely not showing up on time. It is not six o'clock. <laughs> Squeeb's gonna be there at six. <laughs> well, uh, Toya, when you're a little bit more awake and uh, Halcyon has done whatever he is doing to make those noises, it's just would really you possibly tight. be able to? <laughs> Good work on those pants. Would you possibly be able to help me with my my costume change? Ah, fuck. Um. Sure. Uh, did you make a complicated outfit? No, just uh, it is different from what I normally wear, so I may need a little bit of an extra hand as well. That is fine. Um, just let me know when you need the hand. I won't stand around and stare at you while you change. Oh, of course, uh, yes. No. I've put them on the wrong way around! <laughs> <laughs> Would Just... would you like assistance? You seem to be struggling with dressing. I something in a zipper. No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I usually wear robes. <laughs> and I... after an after an hour of this, Squeeb arrives. Crazy <laughs> is awkwardly making like beverage, like tea or coffee or like the equivalent or something to like. Hello? Is anybody awake? 
It's pretty early, but, you know, if you're awake, I'd love to come in and get changed. Tria will open the door, and she'll be in her costume by now. Um, Ooh, do you want to describe your costume? She... So underneath this costume, keeping in mind she's got a little bit of leather armor underneath because there's a battle. Um, but over top of the leather armor, she has like uh, <laughs> a flared, like a shirt with arms that like sleeves that are flared uh, at the bottoms, like the bell sleeves um, that are long to cover up most of the leather armor. Um, because that's not a good look. It's not disco. Um, <laughs> the shirt is, like, it's collared. Um, it is, like, orange. Um, it's buttoned and then kind of tied in the front so you can see just a little peak of the leather between her shirt and her pants um, of the leather armor. And then her pants are bright pink and velvet. <laughs> Uh, in a similar cut style probably to, to Halcyon's, uh, obviously in normal people sizes and not in goblin sizes, um, with just, like, the, the flared leg that comes, instead of where Halcyon's flare closer to the bottom of the leg, they flare from, like, above the knee down. Um, and she, she's wrapped a scarf around her own head, too, to cover up most of her hair and her ears, because uh, that's an identifying feature. And uh, she hasn't yet adorned the mask. Um, she, like, lets Squeeb into the house uh, and passes off his yellow outfit. Oh my god, it's so nice. I love this. Um, and yeah, I'll just go... <laughs> I'll, I'll go around the screen to go start putting it on and I'll see healthy. <gasps> oh! Oh, oh my! Yeah, I'm still putting the pants on. Yeah, I have not gotten past the pants. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll go so somewhere nice. else. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on you, bud. Could you give me a hand, please? I'll, I'll go into the. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I'll <laughs> help him any way I can. I guess. <laughs> Those four hands should come in handy. Yeah. <laughs> Hand on, just, like, I'll make so a square your, out of them. It's got a real, my, like, my home nurse has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the sound of, like, squeaking leather. <laughs> um, I'll cast mad, uh, Mage Hand as well to help. <laughs> With the uh, with the help of five extra hands, you are able to get Halcyon into his pants. All right, now, shoe. I need to put on my with pleasure my clothes. Um, yeah, so I'll I'll chuck my clothes on. Um, but what I'll do with my antennae antennae is um, so you know that yellow um scarf that I have that almost kind of becomes a, a cape um so that was given to me by my mother um and so what i will do is i'm going to wrap it around my antennae and then sort of tuck my antennae like down the back of my um back of my shirt uh, and then i'll come out wearing my outfit which looks like squeeb's outfit is one piece it yeah. is a jumpsuit and like everyone else's 
flared at the legs. Uh, the sleeves are not flared, uh, albeit, but it is, so the bulk of the outfit is, uh, yellow, uh, in that same kind of, like, it's not really satin, but, like, something, a cheaper version of that. Um, and then it's, like, the, from the elbow down, it changes color into, like, a blue, uh, and then, like, cuffs at the, at the wrist, and then where the collar of the shirt, like, the collar of the shirt, half of it comes up, that's also in blue. Um, (laughs) 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 um, I, I think I might have mentioned, but, uh, I can also, if you want, put just, like, some, some platforms yes, please. on your shoes. Just, I don't know if you need the extra height. Um, <laughs> extra and style. And will ask, ask for weaved shoes and then just start, like, kind of, like, nailing in platforms, but with, like, regular, like, with, like, what are the fucking, like, cobbler nails? Like, the ones that you nail into, like, hard-bottom shoes. I don't know. Nah, yeah. <laughs> That, that thing that everyone knows about. Um, uh, yeah, and then she'll pass them back. Uh, I assume that Squeeb is wearing something underneath this outfit, though. So yeah, he's can... he's wearing his um, his normal... Because his, his suit is pretty much skin tight anyway, so he's just wearing that. Yeah, so... <laughs> you'll probably see, like, bits and pieces of Squeeb's outfit underneath of the, the garment. And then she passes off the, like, fur that she has turned into kind of an afro, as much as you can get with, with fur. <laughs> and gives it to Squeeb. Fur-fro? Let's go. Fur-fro? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, if this is the best I could do with fur. It doesn't work as well as hair. Um, I, I like, slide out from the, um from the the wall thing that you have um, and do like a like a disco pose and be like how do I look? <laughs> Perfect. And she'll pass off the mask which looks almost identical to Halcyon's but in yellow. Uh... <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. And of course we come to the last outfit of the funky bunch. <laughs> yeah, uh, Crixia dips behind getting Tria's help for the the last few details and steps back out, having taken uh, one of the pantsuits has turned the jacket into like a vest and has taken the feathers and has created like a shoulder brace with like feathers sticking out to the side over the shoulders and then down across like the chest area. Um... <laughs> Shut up. That's the scientific one, <laughs> I believe. Cheers. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then, after seeing the direction everyone else's costumes has taken, um, has taken one of the masquerade masks, and as well as adding feathers to it to cover her face, has added sequins across the actual faceplate, then taken some of the pants and has like torn them open to turn them into flares with some sequins down the side, and then has taken some of the sequin... Uh, material into strips and like braided it into her hair with some of the feathers 
which uh, is the main bit that she would have needed help with Tria. Very cool and fun. What? Uh, yeah, Tria is just packing all of the fabric scraps into a separate bag to use for later. <laughs> As she steps out, she tries to copy Squeeb's pose. Look at me good. <laughs> yeah, let's go. I'm so ready to die today. Um, in the um, <laughs> continuation of all this uh, very impressive work, um, Tria, and Crixia, you're as well in a very short time frame, um, and I'm very appreciative of it, um, but we're already going kind of halfway in terms of disguising ourselves. Should we not think of new uh, names, potentially accents? Um, I'm not very good at doing accents. Neither am I. Lexus is great at doing them, though, so that's fine. It's so as, great. Most experienced as, person here. As they are discussing accents, uh, Tria is going to uh, unerringly mimic the speech patterns of uh, Crixia. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, and and what would that sound like for listeners at home? <laughs> Fuck. Well, I can't do very much with uh, accents I haven't heard before, but this is as close as I could get. That is, um... Sorry, Lexus, I was actually asking if Jade did. Oh, wait! <laughs> wait, what? That was Jade? Oh, my God. Um, that is very good. Um, but potentially a voice of someone who isn't one of the four of us. That is fair. Uh, and she is going to think about somebody she's spoken to for one minute Have or you, longer. Um, <laughs> spoken to a person named Gopher before? Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't say that that name rings a bell. <laughs> Um, yes, well, I figure names and, if not accents affecting our voices, might be beneficial. Um, we'll hear about <laughs> these. Will, will these be different enough? May, maybe. Perfect. We shall call you Hayseed Jim. Is this accent okay? <laughs> This is, this is the best I can do! You're all killing this. This is fantastic. Can I stop now? Yes, we only need to keep that up for when we're uh, around. Okay. That hurts the vocal cords. <laughs> you guys could also just whisper. <laughs> no, I think that I'm going to talk like this for the rest of the episode. <laughs> and I'm gonna go by Viol. Viol. I think my name will be Brute. Yes. What about uh, you two? Brute. <laughs> Your accent's putting me off a bit there. Um, Why? Hmm. <laughs> Something about this character just sounds really slick to me, and I don't like it. I got my 
dancing shoes on. I gotta inhabit the role. Um, do do How about Tuggle? <laughs> Tuggle? With a Tuggle. U? Tuggle? Tuggle? With a U. Right. I don't know if I can say Tuggle <laughs> straight away. <laughs> right? And what about uh, you, Tria? What shall we call you? My name is Valerie, and I will be. I, I think this accent is probably good enough. Perfect. No one will ever think that it is us. The four Squapesons! Nope. We can't use that name. <laughs> we need a new no, name. No, I was carrying on from your sentence. Oh. Like that it's review. Not a cow. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Name. How, how about Disco Four? Yes, Disco. That was my yes. There we go. How about Disco Four? Yes, Disco Union. How about that? Catch me outside. <laughs> 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 Perfect. Beautiful. I, I mean, we're not going to get a better name than that. I'd argue. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think definitely would like, we can't overrule that. So uh, we head down to the stadium, very confident with our accents and disguises, maybe. <laughs> well, we do what I know. Um, I could... Shreya is going to, uh, how far away is Verdia's house? Verdia's tower is... His house, not his tower. <laughs> oh, his private... <laughs> yeah, not yeah. where he works. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he work. he sleeps in his office. He's a real, real hard worker. Um, works too hard. Uh, I'm going to say it's on the way towards the location you've been given uh the titan games uh to take place uh just off of fell lane uh and you will definitely pass Verdia's tower on the way just let me jot down that address <laughs> so i didn't give you a number <laughs> can i get a number for that address job uh it's the center of the square adjacent to Fell Lane. Which direction? <laughs> That's not an address. <laughs> <sighs> the the address. I was about to say the address is fuck you. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, twenty nine Fell Lane. And this is for Verdia's Tower. No, this is uh, for, for the. Event the event uh Verdia's tower is a big tower taller than most buildings made of obsidian so it's very <laughs> easy to see and you don't need the address i would love an address for that though just for a address book you gotta yeah, fill sorry, it out jot it down cool uh so 
I'm so mad. The address is 2022. Sand. Sand? 2022 yep. sand. Yep. No street, just sand. Yep. Uh, yes, well, we have our names and accents um, and our outfits, so I suppose we... Do we want to see Vidya first? I'm not sure it would do... It might undo our outfit if we are seen entering his tower. True. Maybe we just go and expect I mean, he has our best interests in, in, in mind. Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, <clears throat> um, we're going to die anyway. So what information could... Well, actually... Here, puss, we do puss, puss, survive. here, puss, puss, puss. And Halcyon will just look around. <laughs> you hear, not long after, you hear scratching on the front door to Tria's house. I open the door. It is a little uh, green red cat that saunters into the room, uh, heads right into the center of the room, and then just starts, like, lounging. Are you scrying on us? Am I? Who's to say? I mean, pretty obviously, the answer is yes. But if I don't say yes, you'll always wonder. And that's the fun. Is never really knowing. Well, before we get into this whole conversation... We re- would really just like to know what creatures you've donated to this game. Ah, yes. Well, uh, as I'm not sure if any of you are particularly studied in the histories of Waha, I'm kidding, Halcyon, I know you are. Well, I am an archmage of the conjuring variety so my specialty is summoning creatures now a few simple spells but ones that i will have to do quite often i have an ability to conjure elementals so you'll be facing elementals i also have the ability to conjure beasts so you know it really depends on what ombok wants but uh, if it's up to me you're probably fighting, say, a pair of giant snakes. That feels very Puaha. And by giant, I mean very big. Um, so, you know, not just like, whoa, snake scary, but like massive. Poisonous as well. It's more exciting if they're poisonous. Uh, and also, uh, elementals, it really depends. I mean, if I were to summon a proper elemental, the thing would be awfully tough. I doubt most mercenary groups would do well against it, let alone you. So, maybe some methods, something small, would probably be more the thing to do. Um, there is another round, but I'm not actually in charge of that one. Apparently there are some prisoners that Ombok needs executed anyway, so they're just going to let them have a go at the arena competitors. Um, two questions. So just gen- generic prisoners uh, is is the second round or the first round? Uh, I'm not 100% sure what order Ombok wishes to do these things in. These spells are relatively simple for me, so I can kind of just send them whenever they need to be sent. 
Um, so I don't know the order. And yes, Ombok is in charge of the prison around. So I don't know anything about them. Um, second question, and somewhat uh, irrelevant, but just curiously. The fact that you are a summoner, when you summon beasts, one of them dies. Do the others hold a funeral for this beast? Is that common practice with <laughs> summoning magic? Or... Oh, of course. Halcyon <laughs> <laughs> makes a note in his book of the wildest fucking lore I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you see, for those that are particularly gifted... No, no, I don't need any more explanation. Good. It's a very complicated subject. I mean, share it if you wish, but you answered my question. No, no, it's fine. The mystery is the fun, I think. (laughs) Indeed. Um, If there's any other questions you have, I'd be happy to provide them. But, well... Oh, at this point, all I can really do is say good luck, everyone. I wish you the very best. And if things don't, you know, if they don't exactly pan out, then, well, you know, at least it's been a fruitful venture so far. And, you know, you have all exceeded my expectations enormously. That's not very comforting. No, I, I mean, I'm... I mean it in a very positive way. You're all... By saying that you mean it in a positive way doesn't make it positive. It's like saying no offense after you've said something very offensive. But I'm a platinum-tier citizen. When I say something is a way, it is that way. So when I say it's positive, it's positive. Mm, That's true. I... When you walked into my office, you were a group who, quite honestly, might have murdered each other. And instead... Here you are, you know, accomplishing great feats that no one will ever know of, but I will, and I'm impressed. The Dragon Queen will know. So, just so that I've got this straight, it's methods, poisonous snakes, and prisoners. Is that everything? Yes. Well, again, Ombok may decide to change the rules, but if if Ombok just takes my word for it, those would be easy for me I to summon. Assume that the final round will be against those she deems to be the victim, correct? Will there not be like a final round against those that have made it through the first two? I think the plan was the final round is us against the guard. Ah. To make them look big and strong. Um those for my final notes, uh, as it is. Those methods, will they be of, like, random element, or will they be all of the same element, just so that we know? Well, in the interest of saving on spell components, I'm probably just going to make them out of sand. Good to know. Alright then. Time for us to go. It's almost seven. I don't know how long it takes to get there. Yeah, we should have been gone ages ago if it wasn't for these damnable pants. You'll find once they stretch out, they're actually quite easy to move around in. Should I break them in? I was going to ask, what 
on cars are you wearing? I'd love to explain it to you, but I simply don't have the time. <laughs> you got me. Oh, you got me. Oh, of course, of course. Away, away with you. The cat sort of like leaps up onto the table, finds a spot where an open window is like heating the table and just sort of like starts to roll around in the sun patch. Before we leave here, we should probably all adorn our masks so that nobody between this room and the games can identify us. Agreed. Uh, Crixie's is half weaved into her hair, so hers is vastly on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's going to be an honor fighting with you, Disco Union. You, uh, you, you too. Yes. <laughs> this is gonna go great. Okay, good feeling. Let's just try not to speak to very many people. I think uh, it's the ag- best. Ag- agreed. Yes. I no, I think I'll that. confidently speak to several people. It will draw less attention to us. Well, I'm very happy to be silent, flute, and you do talking for me. Very well. Off we go. All right. You guys head off to 29 Fell Lane. Uh, it's a bit of a trick. It takes a, a little while, but you are able to get there without too much delay. As you arrive, Ombok is standing there. For the first time, you, you've seen her not in armor. She wears sort of ceremonial robes. Uh, they're made of, like, pure white, like like driven snow like pure pure white um the sun reflects off of off of it and it's almost hard to look at it uh matches her opalescent white scales and they're like lines of like crushed silver and you can see as you approach that like the sort of like the side cape on the top of these robes the detailing is a series of like tiny little swords that are side by side that repeat all the way along the lining she takes one look at all of you, immediately knows who you are, <laughs> uh, steps aside, and wordlessly gestures towards a building. Now, this is effectively a a section of Titan that is like a would normally be empty. It's where people would set up like market stalls um, to sell various goods, etc., with sort of like buildings around this empty space. In between these buildings, what has been built here is a makeshift cage. It is basically a triangular prism. It is huge. Um, it's just like layered, uh, like crisscross metal that forms this cage. It seems to have been put together rather quickly, considering Ombox um, time constraints. In the center of this cage... Uh, It is just sand along the ground, but a huge pit has been dug in the center of this triangular cage. Along the sides, you see that three buildings in particular, uh, they are are side by side, um, have uh, have been claimed as spaces for the fighters to get ready. As you enter yours, you can see that there is a... Two walls have been knocked down. Bars have been put into place so that you can see your competitors, but not necessarily get over to them. 
Um, and I think now would be a good time for everybody to jump into the battle map. As you enter this space, you can see that the sort of empty sides of this triangular prism are already filling in with citizens. They are quickly gathering in this space. There is also a bunch of makeshift seating that has been put up for the higher tier citizens, of course, to get a better view of the combat to come. As you enter this space, on your left is, you assume, one of the mercenary groups you'll be competing against. You see an Itten, which is a two-headed giant. Uh, There is a woman in sort of like black and red uh, studded leather armor who... Uh, Crixia, you would ident- you would identify as Laura Jane. Uh, there is a very very buff dwarf who has like a two handed staff, which has a a large sort of like blue green crystal attached at the end, just kind of like lashed onto it haphazardly. Um, and that's on your left. On your right, there is a nondescript member of the Pico Guard uh, wearing their uh, their mithril armor and wearing sort of like an ill-fitting uniform. Uh, Squeeb, you recognize Krinst, the, your, your draconic friend from the wizarding school who you haven't spoken to in some time. Uh, and then, of course, behind him, oh, like, just behind him, sort of like slumped in the corner, is Zolti, who looks a lot worse for wear. His scales seem drained of color. He is, like, half crumpled. Um, You see, like, one of his... uh, There are, like, a couple of sections where it looks like teeth have fallen out. Um, His eyes are very, very... Like, even the color in his eyes has faded. Um, He looks truly awful. Um, His... He, like, goes to stand, and his arms and legs sort of quiver as if it is an effort for him just to get off the ground. Good riddance. And you have some time to prepare, discuss your plans before the announcements. And uh, before the announcements begin and all the seats have been filled. Uh, Crixia would like to pull Trier off to the side to have a quick uh, quick battle chant. Oh yeah, good, good teamwork, guys. If we say too loudly, then other people will know. We we can huddle. Also, I have message. Just saying. Which you guys know about. Welcome. But you're choosing to not do it, but that's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Welcome to the Disco Union. Lay your eyes upon this feast of glory that we bring to you today. Grand people of Titan. You may as well ring the bell now. We will be the winners here today. Look at that two-headed freak over there. You think he's going to get anything done? Look at the guard over there. He looks like he's about to bloody retire or kill over dead himself. Hooey! Disco Union! And I'll just keep <laughs> ramping up the crowd. That's what I'm going to spend my time doing. <laughs> as as you do that, the Itten being directly referenced. <laughs> <laughs> lumbers over he's like half bent over reminiscent of uh Crixia inside your home this is a normal sized home he is huge and he like makes his way towards you 
Were you talking to me? Oh, it can talk, or ladies and gentlemen. To Amazing. Do both of them talk? Oh, I don't care. Well, hey, Disco Union. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know. No, we both want you to know. It would be so easy to push these bars down and reach over there. So easy. I want to walk over to the cage and, like, get real close. (laughs) Look, my friend, I know I'm a looker. And I know everyone's got their own little way of talking to people. But I'm not interested. Not interested. (laughs) Um, The the hit on the left looks furious. The hit on the right, a little disappointed, maybe. Hey, the disco union and I'll do a spin and walk away and as I do I want to like catch eyes with Squib and be like I am trying to be the furthest from who we are that I can be no one will know that it is us disco union um um he tur- the big guy turns around one of the heads says I'm gonna kill that guy with my teeth the other head says I thought he was kind of funny though <laughs> I'm going to cast a message to the group um, just to eat each of them individually and go, um, sh- should I use time magic in these fights? Or should I just stick to normal spells? Maybe maybe I don't. I don't want to do that in public, actually. Uh, and I'll just leave that at that and I won't let them <laughs> respond. <laughs> just basically thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, on yeah, that's on your left. You, yeah, uh, the big Etten who was very happy to introduce himself is not going to do so now that he's been uh, shamed. Um, the sort of the 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 woman clad in red and black leather sort of like pats him on the arm. You're right. I shouldn't let him get my head. I shouldn't let him. I don't think he could get my head. My ears are too small. Um. <laughs> After finishing with Tria, Crixia will head over to to Squeeb. Oh, that that lady talking to the two-headed man. I would advise staying away from her. Uh, why? Uh, she'll say a lot quieter. They'll, uh, that is the lady that was last out with your parents. Oh, I regret asking why now. Hmm? Maybe let it fuel you in battle to come. Oh, you best believe it will. Well, <laughs> guess I'm saving all of my spell slots for that one. You look over her to take in this figure, Squeeb. She's a half-elf with very, like, sharp, pointed features. Uh, tall, thin, and she is covered from head to toe in guns. Um, just like she has holsters on her legs, uh, like two two holsters per leg. She's got holsters on her arms. She's got like a bunch of holsters on her like on her front, and like a couple that she can reach over behind her shoulders to grab. Um, and other than that, she has this like roll me an insight check, actually. I'd love it's to. actually filled with Glocks. <laughs> what? 
So many One Glock. Glock for every finger. One Glock, two Glock. Everybody hold oh, it with Glock hands. <laughs> uh, that is a 14. Uh, 14. Just, she looks over you and the, like, Pico guard in the far cell, and her eyes don't linger on any of you. She doesn't recognize any of you. But she also doesn't really see you guys. It's like you're, you may as well not be in this room to her. You're nothing. Oh, this bitch gonna die. Please, <laughs> man. Well, are we gonna get on with it or what? Oh, it seems <laughs> not. Well, I guess I'll vamp for a little longer then. <laughs> you continue to vamp uh, this is probably a Villa Squeeb if you'd like me to talk to that lady for you I can give a go nope I'm Are gonna okay? set her on fire Billy, really well I like your I like where your head is at I'm gonna send her straight to the nine house with your competition eyed with the seats filled and with a sense of quiet that overtakes the town center you hear a very chirpy Verdeer. you look up and, and you see he has taken this opportunity to dress to the nines he is he's like a very deep v open robe that uh trails really far behind him it glitters it is pitch black and Having all of these eyes on him, you see he feels very comfortable in front of a crowd. Well, welcome. Everyone, every citizen of Titan who has come to the first annual Titan Games. Applause throughout the crowd. You see maybe 300 people have gathered to come and watch this battle, uh, which is could be a lot more considering the size of the city, but you guys know that this whole thing was put together in like three days or less. Um, now, before we get the proceedings underway, why don't we introduce our competitors, yes? He waves his hand. You watch as dancing lights begin to circle around the team on your left. On my right-hand side, we have, of course, a group of hardened mercenaries from out in the Puaha wastes. They are strong. They are sturdy. They are a cohesive unit. Incredibly skilled. Uh, you see the dwarf, the buff dwarf, just kind of like shrugs and like gives a little wave to the crowd. You see that uh, the woman in the black and red leather covered in like flintlock pistols takes a deep, deep bow, uh, and you see as the Itten begins to clap as well, joining in with everyone else, not 100% sure why everybody's clapping. Yes, in the center, of course, we have, and this is Vadir sort of like stops for a moment, just taking in what you all look like. <laughs> they may not look like much, but this circus troupe is incredibly skilled. We're talking uh, knife jugglers, flame spewers, people of 
of all kinds and backgrounds, strange, odd, weird from places that us here in the sturdy, ever-stable city of Titan couldn't dream of. I can only imagine what wonders they will show us today. And the dancing lights circle around you guys. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Bust a move. Posing. Yeah. Crixie will, like, move. wave in the, like, point to one side up and then down to, like, the other side. But kind of waving at the same Your time. Your orators could do with some work, but luckily the Disco Union are here to help them get better <laughs> at speaking to crowds. And I'll do a finger gun up towards the deer. <laughs> um, I'm going to roll saving throw for the deer. Uh, Vodir, like, subconsciously finger guns you back and then quickly, like, <laughs> turns it into a motion of him, like, fixing his hair. <laughs> yes, of course, the Disco Union. Incredible. Uh, for those of you who have not heard of their feats, they are too numerable for me to recite here today, unfortunately. <laughs> Moving on, we have, of course, loyal to a fault. Defenders of the walls of Titan. Citizens, just like you and I, everyday people, we have the Pico Guard. And at this rapturous applause, everyone loses it. Also, the spellcasters amongst you will recognize that Vodera is casting a spell to amplify the sound of the clapping. And and at this point, Ombok stands up, holds up a hand, and Vodir falls silent, not to interrupt her. Ombok says, Each of these teams was meant to have four combatants. As you see, this one has an Eden, both Bash and Crash, I believe their names were. That is a group of and in the center, we have the Union, who are a colorful bunch. Now, those keen-eyed amongst you may notice, but wait. Our guard are down a member. Well, you see, I was that fourth member, but I am so confident in my guard that I will not need to step foot into this arena. In fact, to show you just how effective our training can be, I would like all of you to give a round of applause to our newest recruit as of this morning, a loyal dragonborn by the name of Krinst. Applause, applause, polite applause, but applause. Krinst is sweating through his uniform. He does not want to be here. Now, I'll let you take us back, Verdir. Ombok sits down and, like, steeples her fingers, unblinking, ready to enjoy the show. Yes, that's right, of course. Yes, Prince, congratulations. Now, the rules are simple, ladies and gentlemen. We will have a battle for you all. I will be summoning some of the harshest beasts that the wilds of Puaha have ever thrown at these walls. 
end. One by one, you will watch them all fall, just as the enemies of Titan fall to its strength. So will these beasts fall to the strength of the mercenaries gathered before you. There will be layers of magical enchantments. There will be secrets. There will be combat. There will be excitement. All in the name of our Dragon Queen. It echoes through the crowd as he says us, as he says Dragon Queen. Everyone, Dragon Queen. Dragon Queen. Now, shall we get things underway? I believe competing first. Why don't we have the Eden get to show off his strengths? Uh, the doors in front of uh, the black and red leather clad figure open. She steps in. The buff dwarf steps in. And <clears throat> Bash and Crash, the big Eden, steps in. As they do so, you watch as Verdir, like, almost offhandedly, while he is, is just really trying to appeal to the crowd, uh, just flicks his wrist. There is a cloud of black smoke that quickly dissipates, and standing in its place are uh, two giant snakes. Now, we won't, we won't run through a full combat, because otherwise we would be here for a long, long time. But let me give you some highlights. As the snakes split up, these giant, they're like black-scaled cobras. They're huge. They're like horse-sized snakes. Their fangs dripping with venom. They split up, immediately start heading along the outskirts of this cage, trying to circle the three people. The mercenaries are quick to react. You watch as the dwarf bangs his staff on the ground. It lights up. Uh, he reaches for it and pulls out what looks like a ball of blue energy, closes it in his fist, places his hand on the Itten, and the Itten turns invisible. Uh, the fight is over pretty quickly. You watch as one of the snakes is picked up in the air and snapped in half. <laughs> it is like, like, you see the, like, gash appear, and then the entire Itten reappears as it rips the snake in half uh the other snake as it slithers towards the figure clad in black and red leather she spins and twirls not unlike a dancer as she twists she easily avoids all of the snake strikes and bit by bit almost with a rhythm fills the snake with small metal pellets from her various firearms before eventually both of the snakes are dead uh, all three figures remain completely uninjured and unharmed as they give a quick bow, a wave to the audience, and they make their way back inside the cages. Verdir waits for the applause to die down. <clears throat> now, our, now that our first competition is out, snakes, giant beasts who roam the wastes outside of Puaha, creatures that, of course, you are kept safe from by staying within its walls. But will this next group be safe? Let's find out. And the doors open for you all to enter the arena. That's all, folks. Uh, as, <laughs> as you can see, 
that's the end of our session. Uh, and hopefully, 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 our team survive this next one. We've got some crazy creatures coming our way, and I'm I'm sure it'll be a fantastic battle. Um, obviously, we're gonna kick their asses. Uh, and and Squeeb might get some justice later on. Who knows? We'll find out. Please like and subscribe. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Uh, and you know, comment on our uh, <laughs> comment comment on our socials. That's the word. Uh, and you know, just just give us some vibes in general. Maybe an email or two at lostcostpod. Um, lostcostpod at gmail dot com. Right, right, guys. <laughs> our socials are at lostcostpod. Um, and yeah, oh, hope to see God. you guys we don't next have week. To subscribe to, but <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything to, to subscribe to, but do it anyway. <laughs> right? Do subscribe it anyway. with a piece of paper. Take a picture. Send, of it. send us an email about how professional we are. <laughs> I mean, you can subscribe to conversations on TikTok. I guess, like we reply. Yeah, to, to subscribe. Like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>